The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. This is Marcus Aurelius, Meditations, Book 2, Paragraph 4. Um, before I read this, I actually want to just say something uh, for the sake of transparency. So the translation I'm using is is my own synthesis of two other translations. One is the public domain version by George Long. The other is a newer translation by A.S.K. Farquharson. Um, and um, what I'm doing is I'm basically reading through both of them and then, um, you know, com- combining elements of both to make my own, which I find either the most readable or the the translations which reflect the ideas that make the most sense to me. So I am, though, taking one liberty in the translation, which is that Marcus Aurelius uses the term gods, and he also uses the term god. So, like, for example, in this next um, thing we're going to read today, uh, he starts off saying gods, and then he says god, singular, later on, uh, or he says the the governor of the universe. So I was perplexed by this, uh, so I, I started reading up on it, um, and uh, apparently Marcus Aurelius in particular, and the Stoics in general, use the term gods and God interchangeably. Now, I have no idea why, how that fits into their theological framework, and frankly, I'm not interested in their theology. I'm interested in their ethics. So since I'm already taking liberties with a translation, and since we are monotheists, and since Marcus Aurelius himself uses these terms interchangeably, I decided in my translation to replace all instances of gods, plural, with God, uh, singular, um, because uh, that fits our framework, and... Uh, and I think it would just be weird to be talking about gods. Um, and if Marcus really s- switches it up, then uh, I-, I feel comfortable doing that. You can call that uh, intellectually, uh, you could call that a, a good move or intellectually dishonest move, but I just want to be transparent about it. Okay, having said that, here's what he says. Remember how long you have been putting off these things and how many times God has given you days of opportunity and yet you do not use them. Now it is high time to perceive the kind of universe of which you are a part and the nature of the governor of the universe from whom you subsist as an effluence and that the term of your time is is circumscribed and that unless you use it to attain calm of mind, time will be gone and you will be gone and the opportunity to use it will not be yours again. Okay, this one's much more straightforward than yesterday's. Um, The message is clear, is that you are being given uh, by God opportunities, days of opportunity, and you're not using them, and you should use them. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't think you get any more straightforward than that in terms of uh, I don't, uh, in terms of the shot. Um, uh, I do want to point out uh, one thing, and then I want to supplement this with some other readings here. So he does say, unless you use it to attain calm of mind, time will be gone, etc. So I, I've made this point throughout the last couple uh, recordings, is that um, it seems to me that the Stoics really view like the 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 goal in life or the purpose of life to be attaining calm of mind whereas we in torah hold that that yishuv hadas that calm and tranquility of mind is a means toward you know to to be in the best possible state to be able to pursue knowledge of god that really is what uh human life is about uh pursuing knowledge of god so so they view calmness of mind as an end in and of itself whereas we view it as a means um, and, uh, again, I, I'm, that's my theory. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll continue to test it as we go through this. Um, 
the uh, I wanted to use this to as an opportunity to to advertise another Stoic essay. This one by Seneca, uh, Seneca called "On the Shortness of Life." Um, which is uh, on the same, th he basically takes this theme and then expands it to an entire essay. I want to read the first paragraph of it, just because uh, I think everyone should read it, especially around this time of year for Rosh Hashanah um, and the Yom Yom So he says like this, uh, The majority of mortals, Paulinus, Paulinus is the guy who was writing to, complain bitterly of the spitefulness of nature because we are born for a brief span of life, because even this space that has been granted to us rushes by so speedily and so swiftly that all save a very few find life at an end just when they are getting ready to live. Nor is it merely the common herd and the unthinking crowd that bemoan what is, as men deem it, a universal ill. The same feeling has called forth complaint also for men who are famous. It was this that made the greatest of physicians exclaim that, quote, life is short, art is long, end quote. Uh, it was this that led Aristotle, while expostul ex expostulating with nature to enter an indictment most unbecoming to a wise man, that in a point of age, she has shown such favor to animals that they drag out five or ten lifetimes, but that a much shorter limit is fixed for man, though he is born for so many and such great achievements. Now, here, here's my favorite part. It is not that we have such a short space of time, but that we waste much of it. Life is long enough, and it has been given in sufficiently generous measure to allow the accomplishment of the very greatest things if the whole of it is well invested. But when it is squandered in luxury and carelessness, when it is devoted to no good end, forced at last by the ultimate necessity, we perceive that it has passed away before we were aware that it was passing. So it is, the life we receive is not short, but we make it so. Nor do we have any lack of it, but are wasteful of it. Just as great and princely wealth is scattered in a moment when it comes into the hands of a bad owner, while wealth, uh, however, while while wealth, however limited, if it is entrusted to a good guardian, increases by use, so our life is amply long for him who orders it properly. And I'll end with one last quote, one of my favorite quotations from uh, Thoreau and Walden. Uh, he says, um, "As if we could waste time without injuring eternity." Uh, and I think that's uh, that's aptly said, is that that we have enough time, uh, but we we waste it. And in doing so, we injure uh, eternity.